The Bostonian versus the book is being brought to you by our friends at Cigars.com. Malinlabe cigars are premium cigars. Each cigar is a true Puro, 100% organic Cuban leaf binder and filler cigar with a 15 Habano wrapper. These cigars are always produced in small batches, and once they are gone, they're gone. Right now, as an introductory offer to the brigade, Malinlabe has a four-pack cigar sampler assortment on sale for just $75. All four are premium cigars that are sure to define the luxury experience you would come to expect. Malinlabe also offers for single-barrel bourbon maple whiskey and amazing coffee that can be combined to make a wonderful gift box if a brigade member buys a set cigars, coffee, and whiskey. Mall and Labe will include whiskey glasses, coffee mugs, and a decorative ashtray to complete the experience. Log on to mallandlabecigars.com. That's M-O-L-O-N-L-A-B-E cigars.com. Or check out the link on the BVB Discord channel at bvbshow.com. Mall and Labe Cigars, the premium cigar for those with discerning tastes. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered! Twitter. I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news. Matt and Dave's daily picks and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Off and running on a Tuesday. What is up, guys? Welcome into another episode of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherapan, the book. Matt Peralt, the Bostonian. Live on, well, record on Sports Grid. Replay on Sports Grid. Live on Twitter and live on YouTube. We've had a hell of a morning running around. <laughs> it's been fun. In about five minutes, Al Bernstein is scheduled to stop on by from Showtime Boxing to break down the big fight Saturday night here in Vegas. Earl Spence Jr. against Terrence Crawford. Bud is back big fight unification yeah. fight we'll get to that here in about 10 minutes dave how are you is the car all set and how fast were you driving home because i was driving pretty quickly battery is back baby i put it up a poll on twitter at sports pk get sick matt's at sports talk matt follow us there follow the show at bostonia versus the book is at, at boston, versus, boston the versus the book it's simple it's here on youtube hit the subscribe button hit the bell so you get notified when we start, when we have a delay like we did today, because we had to go sign up a guy. We had to go see a guy at the book. Got a notification. Hey, I'm leaving, going back to Hawaii in three hours. Could you sign us up? Done. That man in the car. I beat you there. You I did. was a dog. That's a plus money price right there. You also had a very large lead on me. I did. I did because <laughs> I was already moving when I called you. So yes. you're right. So I had a head start. So I was cheating yeah. a little bit. But. Uh-huh. Yeah, we got we got Al Bernstein on the show today. It's fight week in Vegas. Award of Muhammad Ali, I am the greatest shirt Beautiful. today because I'm thinking about the fight and I'm thinking about the boxing. And we're going to ask Al all these questions. And we got we got a lot of other stuff to talk about. Don't don't, don't get me wrong. Oh, well, I mean, look at this is going to be a very fun couple of days in Vegas because the countdown to this fight, we haven't had. You know, we haven't had a big fight in Vegas like this in a long time. This is right. great. This is good for this is good to have it. It's good to have it here in Vegas. It's good to see, you know, the tourism come back. We'll see, you know, we'll see a lot of fight fans come in here. I think the fight has sold relatively well. I'm not positive. Maybe Al might know, but I think the fight is sold relatively well. I know mm. people in Omaha are absolutely beside themselves about this. They're so excited to 
big contingent of people are coming from Omaha out to watch this fight. I know a lot of West Coast people are coming out from LA and company to watch Earl Spence. Uh, you know, anytime you see two undefeated fighters like this, this is what boxing needs more of. We need more fights like this. When you got a guy double zeros, you know, O on both sides, 28 and O, Earl Spence, 39 and O, Terrence Crawford. And you got the first undisputed welterweight championship unification potential when whoever wins this fight. Okay. In a long time. Yeah. In a long time since we had an undisputed welterweight champion of the world. And that's going to happen coming up on Saturday. Is this a fight for the regular guy who just likes fighting? Or do you have to be a fight fan to be interested in this fight? Got to be a fight fan, I think. Okay. This is this is a boxing person's boxing match. Okay. Okay. This is not. This is not. So we're overdoing it a little bit because we're boxing people. No, we're not overdoing it. It's it's a huge fight. It's a huge it's a huge moment for a niche audience. So okay. there are some people who are just you know are going to go, oh, next and not care. Some people are going to be all in mm. on it and they're going to be ecstatic about it. But it's yeah, I mean it's not Tyson. It's not Tyson Fury. It's not you know, even, uh, you know, a heavyweight championship in the UFC for that matter. It, it is a boxing person's boxing match. But if you like boxing, you're, you're ecstatic. So before we get to, to Al, Patrice Bergeron, tip of the cap, sir. Hello. Yes. yes. Stepped out cup winner, three-time all-star future hall of famer walked away from the game of hockey today. Always sad when a player of this caliber walks away and you're like, man, how did you come to this conclusion after everything you've accomplished? Why now? There's a, there's a couple of reasons. One, my body hurts. My body <laughs> tired, my body weary. I can't do it again. Yeah. And two, how much more do you got left in the tank? You put it all in last season. You get the number one seed. You get the best record ever. How are you going to live up to that again? Like it might be the perfect time to go thought the year before was yeah. Hat tip to him. This is, this is really the Pittsburgh model black and gold, but it's, I think it could the be the Boston. Model. Yeah. It's this could be model. the Boston model. Yeah, Bergeron B BVB. This one's on the way to Rainmaker Lou Rainmaker five, one, two, but I had to wear it for the show today. Thank you. Yes. We will get to Al Bernstein here in just one second. Al's in the back, so we got nice. him locked in. So we're good talking boxing here in a couple of seconds. Before we get to Al, one more quick story. But congrats to Bergeron. What a career. What a story. One team. It's a rarity. We only have one team. Oh, very no. rare. This ain't going to happen very often. No. Um, although hockey, I think it'll happen more. And, you know, after all, we'll get to the Celtics and, and what they did today. I, I can't believe it. Well, let's do that real quick before. Let's just, let's just grab the Jalen Brown because it, okay. it, it, it's a quick conversation. Yeah. Celtics gave Jalen Brown the biggest contract in history in the history of the NBA. Super max? Uh-huh. Is that, I mean, isn't that... Uh, extra? That one super little, max. Is little extra? Thin, extra wings. Isn't that one of those things? I don't know. I'm confused. <laughs> How much money is that? $304 million. Five years, $304 million for Jalen Brown. He now has a bigger deal than Nikola Jokic is $276 million, 26 years of age. He passed the physical yesterday and then signed the deal as he's eligible for the five-year Supermax extension with the Celtics after getting second-team All-NBA honors last year. Jason Tatum is eligible for the same Supermax extension next summer, and he will make more money 
than Jalen Brown will. So the Boston Celtics are about to give a lot of money to two players over the next Are you years. as a Celtics guy, are you good with this? I'm good with it only because I want to see Tatum and Brown finish what they started. It's not my they mind. they got to win a championship together. Correct. There's no debating on that. But is this, does this strap them? Like, can they get uh, other no, guys to come? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the way the, the salary cap is structured, the NBA wants you to keep your guys. So that's why your team, the Celtics, because Brown was drafted by them, you can give Jalen Brown more than anybody else, just like they can give Tatum more than anybody else. So that's why. Brown was drafted first. Tatum was drafted second. So that's why they're in the order that they're going. It's just why the money's starting to get to, like, it's just numbers. But I, He's the highest paid guy in the history of the NBA. Yep. <laughs> just say that out loud again. Like, I mean, I don't need, yeah. I mean, what it's more do you need to say? Like, it, it's, it's hard to believe. Talk about being born late. Guys like, you know, Walt, uh, Will Chamberlain, Walt Frazier. Uh, How about boxers? Boxers. They came in, came in late. boxers. Oh. Yeah. Let's get to our guy, Al Bernstein. Let's bring him on here on the program and talk a little bit about what's going on. Al, Matt, and Dave, how are you? Welcome to BVB. Thank you for being here on Fight Week. I know you're very busy, but welcome to BVB. Good to be with you guys. All right. So let's talk about a fight that everyone's been waiting for for a really long time here with Earl Spence Jr. and Terrence Crawford. I spent a lot of time in Omaha. I met Bud way before he became the thing of Bud Crawford. Everybody in Omaha kind of knew who he was going to be, but 39-0 against 28-0. Handicap this fight a little bit, the hype, the excitement. It's finally here on Saturday night. How excited are you to watch these two guys finally get into a ring together? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm very excited to be ringside to be able to call this fight. Um, it, in a historical perspective, it ranks, I think, very high on the list of matches I've called. And over 42 years, I've called a lot of big boxing matches. But this one is, is very high on the list. Um, two best welterweights of their era, uh, two of the best fighters in boxing. And every every boxing always has that one fight <clears throat> that is the poster kid uh, for fights not being made, uh, even though boxing's been making really, really good fights the last several years, this one did get made finally. And um, you know, it's a it's a, a a very good stylistic matchup. I was joking to somebody the other day. I do the keys to victory on every broadcast. It took me five minutes to write the keys to victory for this, which is rare uh, for a fight that has so many unanswered questions and so many variables, but. It's a very simple fight, you know, in some respects. Terrence Crawford, a very athletic fighter who has come up in weight from 135 pounds. He is, he's got good mobility. He switches from righty to lefty. He is an excellent counterpuncher who wants to control the range in this fight. When he, he knocked down Sean Porter with a counterpunch in his last fight, he wants to be the person controlling the range and using his mobility, but still uh, throwing power punches from a counter position for Errol Spence. He wants to jab his way in, uh, move his head while he's doing it, get inside and work the body. He's one of the best body punchers in boxing. And then later in the fight, when he feels like he has softened Terrence Crawford up a little bit, land a really good right hook or a straight left hand that he hopes will change the dynamic of the fight. So it's a wonderful style matchup. And uh, it has the makings of a great fight. Al, Dave here. Uh, pleasure to meet you in person for How the first doing? time. But I'm from Pittsburgh originally, and we got Pittsburgh guys that Pittsburgh. I know. So uh, 
uh, Moses, the barber friend of mine said that he knows Walt Aminio from Newcastle and said to be sure to tell Al that he knows Walt. So we're clear there. The yeah, other thing I wanted to ask you is the fight total is 10 and a half. It's a huge minus 240 to the over. Is there any reason why we could expect this fight to not go to distance? Because that number tells me it's going to distance. Yeah, you know, um, it could not go the distance because both these men have the potential to knock the other one out. Uh, Crawford could do it because Spence walks into one of those big counter punches. Spence could do it because he walks him down and he deals out a lot of punishment and then maybe gets a TKO stoppage. But that wouldn't come probably till the later rounds. So I think the the over-under in terms of the rounds is a, a sensible one because it is likely this fight is going a number of rounds. Whether it goes the distance is uh, is another question. In terms of the way or the pace of the fight, you know, Crawford by decision seems to be the way most people are predicting this fight. But can, if it goes to the cards, can Spence win a decision against a fighter like Terrence Crawford here in Vegas? Oh, absolutely. Uh, and yeah, no question, because uh, um, he, if if the fight goes the way Spence Crawford, uh, Errol Spence wants it to go, and he's walking Crawford down and he's landing big body shots and he's he's breaking him down. That me would mean he's winning rounds dramatically. Now, of course, we can never, uh, you know, the judging and boxing. You, this will be shocking <laughs> to hear. Has occasionally not been fair. Uh, <laughs> I know that's a shock to everyone, yeah. but um, but. Uh, I, there is a, certainly a way for Spence to win by decision uh, because he can, if the fight's going his way, in fact, you can make a case that he might be dominating rounds even more than uh, Crawford. Uh, we argue about this all the time, Matt and I do. We argue about everything on this show, but that's what part of the show is. Is open scoring, like, would it help boxing or would it hurt boxing? Like, I think it's an automatic at some point because the drama of not knowing the score is one thing, but then having bad decisions come out after I think is worse. How do you feel about at some point? Do you think we can see it? And what, is it a good thing or a bad thing? You know, there have been, uh, I have announced fights where they're open scoring. There have been an occasion uh, experiments done with that. And it was a mixed bag when they did the open scoring. Sometimes it, it, it seemed like it helped, and other times it didn't. Listen, the, the problem is, even after fights, when we know the judges, uh, and we've seen a judge deliver a scorecard that just about everybody agrees is uniformly bad, uh, there isn't always uh, uh, you know, accountability. So I don't know if having the open scoring during it will make any more accountability. So even if we know, uh, uh, you know, fight, uh, fight card is wrong. Now, of course, the lure of, of open scoring is that if some boxer that thinks he's winning the fight isn't winning the fight, it gives him a sense of urgency that, right. okay, these guys are not doing me correct. So I really have to step on the gas pedal. And, and boxing is the only sport uh, or one of the few where you don't know where you stand as you compete. I mean, there's very few other than figure skating, uh, you know, in gymnastics, I, I, diving, 
yeah, they're, they're the most sports, you know, exactly where you stand. So it's, it's, you know, it's been a debate for a long, long time. And boxing is not a, a sport that embraces change very well. Mm. Yeah. Al, we'll go back talking about boxing here in just one second, but not only is it, is it a fight week, it's a big week for you with Al Bernstein live. Now, Dave and I spend a lot of time at the Tuscany now because we're running this proxy service. So we're spending time there and downtown at Circa, both books there, but you got a big week on, on July 27th. Tell us a bit about the show you got put on here on July 27th and who you're bringing on with you for this event. Yeah. You know, I, the first time I, uh, this is kind of reviving a tradition. Um, uh, way back in 1987, I did uh, uh, a um, uh, I did a uh, a show the three nights leading up to Hagler Leonard. Uh, I was having dinner with the president of Caesar's Palace about three months before that fight. And he said, uh, you do music, don't you? And I said, yeah. He said, well, we had uh, Barry Wiggins dad in here who was a pub singer in Ireland before his fight for three days you're going to do three nights before the Hagler Leonard fight. <laughs> so I said, Oh, okay. I didn't have an act. I didn't have a band. I, you know, I just sit in with people. So what I was thinking, I have no idea. Well, okay. I, so I, I would shed, get an act together, get a band, do the whole thing and then walk out there on opening night. And there's, you know, sitting in front of me is John Madden and, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Cary Grant, believe it or not, who was there. Wow. I mean, yeah, I could go on and on, all these people. And I'm going, what did I get myself into? But it went well. And then during that era, I did a lot of musical shows at Caesars Palace before the big fights. Then in the 2000s and the late 1990s, I did shows at Mandalay Bay. And so it became kind of a, a when I could do it, a tradition. I thought for this fight, what better fight to, than to revive it? And I do a lot of performing at the Tuscany. As you know, that Piazza Lounge there is a, mm-hmm. is a hotbed of great music. And uh, so Love it. I thought, you know, the perfect place for me to do it. Uh, it's kind of a home away from home for me. So we're going to have uh, on Thursday night, we're going to have an eight o'clock and a nine thirty show. Uh, no cover charge. Just come on in. Uh, we're going to do music. Uh, I, I do great American songbook, blues, country, a lot of special material. Uh, and we're also going to do boxing trivia with some prize giveaways. We got great prizes from Showtime, including two tickets, uh, two sets of two tickets to a future Showtime fight. And uh, we're going to have a fun party. I'll be there. I'm just deciding That's right cool. now. You just sold me, Al. I'm coming. I'm, 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 I'm coming. I'm to seeing you. And by the way, my wife will be there, who is also a Pittsburgh native. Well, then we'll have to give it about that, too. We're going exactly. to talk about that. Yeah, but so I've been in Vegas 20 years, all right? It's hot as hell right now, <laughs> okay? People need a reason to come to Vegas. Now they can come watch your show as well as to come to the fight. Is this going to draw a big crowd? Are we expecting from what you hear, is the buzz real? And is this Saturday night going to be like one of those kind of electric fight weeks? Yeah, the, of course, the the uh, T-Mobile is sold out and has been for okay. ever. Oh, they, they sold this fight out immediately. So that crowd is a guarantee. The question is, and I alluded back to those fights at Caesars Palace in the old days when, you know, mm. uh, the, uh, Las Vegas was literally, uh, you know, a flame when those big fights happened. One of the questions is how much 
does this fight create that kind of excitement? They are uh, having a, uh, they're at the MGM Grand Garden Arena. They're doing the uh, paper, uh, the um, uh, uh, theater, you know, uh, showing, you're yeah, right. Paper uh, showing, you're right. Yeah. Uh, event there. Closed circuit. Uh, yeah. Closed circuit. Uh, they're expecting to fill that up. Uh, so, yeah, there's no question there's going to be a lot of people in town. I just did a radio show in Omaha, and lots of folks are coming here uh, from Omaha. Uh, Al, do you have to take that? No, I'm good. <laughs> okay, all right. No, no, if you did, you're yeah, that's that was, right. Uh, right. That was nobody important because you guys are more important. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate um, that. <laughs> but um, there, uh, so the, the folks from Omaha excited to come. Uh, and I think this fight is going to uh, be one of those that creates just a really special moment here in Las Vegas. For those you know, people. A lot's going to depend, and we're in that final week. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, the mainstream sports media, they they yell about fights that boxing doesn't make. This was one of those fights. I hope they follow suit and give this fight a lot of coverage right. toward the end, because if you want it, and I'm not saying they have any obligation to make the event bigger. That's not what sports journalism is about. It's not uh, you're under no obligation to cover things. But if if you're, you know, beating the drums for this fight and it gets made, then I think. It'd be a nice, nice idea if you covered it. Yeah, I would agree. So you in know, Omaha, you guys are doing right here in Omaha. Obviously, you know, Bud is known. People love him because yeah. he's a, he's a native son. But Bud's not the biggest of personalities. Bud does, Bud does not like no. giving interviews. Doesn't like talking. He doesn't like to trash talk in the media or on Twitter. It's not his personality to do that. And he's been criticized quite regularly for that. He left top rank. Thus, this fight was able to be made. I don't think Bud will ever become. You know, he'll never be a De La Hoya type. He's never going to run no. his mouth and talk. But if he wins this fight, does it open up a new audience to him if he's sitting there with a record of 40 and 0, given the fact that Mayweather at 50 and 0, everyone, you know, in a billboard in Vegas for months after that 50 and 0 win over McGregor? What does 40 and 0 do if Crawford wins? Well, I think number one, this fight is going to get more attention than any other fight he's had and is getting that. And probably, and maybe more people will see it, uh, uh, perhaps, than, than anyone has seen his fight. And a win here would certainly vault him to another level. Uh, what that level looks like, I don't know, because of all the things you pointed out. Is he likely to go get himself 10 endorsements from this? Maybe not, because that's not who he is. That isn't, that isn't his modus operandi. And this fight, by the way, is sells itself based on the fight, not to outsized personalities. Uh, you know, the, what, what was it? Chris Mannix got in trouble when he said the Denver Nuggets were boring, right? Because yeah, uh, right. they didn't have a lot of side stories, which I thought was an absurd statement, by the way. Uh, because <laughs> the Denver Nuggets are one of the most interesting basketball teams I've seen in 20 years. I yes. mean, they're fascinating on every level. But, but so sometimes, you know, you don't have drama outside the ring or outside the court or the baseball diamond. Isn't the it event itself enough, Al? Like, is, the, is it sometimes the event itself or the competitors themselves enough? Yeah, well, I think it should be when it, when it's a great uh, a great sporting event, and th we're going to find that out, aren't we? Because yeah. mm. that's what this fight is. This fight is the two best guys that they can that you can put in a ring just about uh, these days in boxing, and and certainly the two best welterweights uh, with a lot of historical uh, you know uh, 
importance to it. So this event, if you are a boxing fan or even a casual boxing fan who's a sports fan that likes to see big boxing matches, this is a great fight. So I personally, and I mean, I don't need, if I want to see a great basketball game or a great football game or a great uh, um, hockey game or a great fight, I don't really need anything else other than the match because after all, that's what I'm, that's what I'm watching. So, uh, you know, and presumably it should be a fight that will resonate. Last one for me, Al. Um, We've been talking about the traffic here in Vegas on this show a lot. (laughs) Have you been driving around this town Al, and trying to get around and like, (laughs) do you realize the is the traffic bad for you? Is is it bad for us? Well, I'll tell you, here's the funny thing about that. I, when I go certain places in Las Vegas, I literally never drive. Oh, you have a driver? Uber, when they invented Uber, it became a life-changing experience for many people. I am one of those people. And when I go, I went to the Smith Center to see a show. Uh, I went, uh, which is near downtown. Mm -hmm. I've been to the Strip a bunch of times for fights we've had where I've had to go for meetings. And this week is a perfect example. I haven't driven to the strip in about a year. That's a genius move. I it can't is. I, I just it feel it, 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 it relieves the stress oh. uh, for me. So if I can, <laughs> so hopefully that's a helpful comment. <laughs> uh, last one. Uh, this is a interesting matchup because you have a taller Spence against yeah. a longer reach, five foot eight, two inch shorter, but a longer reach Crawford. Yeah. So he'll be punching up in a way with a longer reach. Do you see the reach advantage being a bigger advantage than the height advantage for Crawford in this fight? Yeah, that's a very good question. You know, for Spence, part of the reason that reach kind of helps him a little bit is because he wants to, he does want to get inside and the reach helps him do that. So he's not going to fight. He probably doesn't want to fight this fight at long range. So some might say, well, then the reach is negated. No, because that means that jab that he throws has a better chance to get there or at least pave the way for him to get on the inside. Um, and uh, and as you say, Crawford is uh, the height uh, edge. Um, I think for Crawford, more important than the height edge is going to be his mobility and his uh, ability to to use angles and, and spin fighters. He's very adept at spinning a fighter. He'll try and spin Spence uh, and make it so that Spence can't hit him. Mm. Al Bernstein Live will take place July 27th, 8 p.m. and 9.30 p.m. shows in the Piazza Lounge at the Tuscany Suites and Casino, which is just off the Strip. And then we have pay-per-view Showtime. Uh, Spence and Crawford, Saturday night here in Las Vegas. from going to be a busy Arena. week. I hope I don't forget and uh, get on the broadcast and start singing a song. That would be cool. <laughs> Al, good stuff, man. Have a great call and enjoy yeah, the event. See you Thursday night. We'll see you Thursday night. See you guys Thursday. Take care. Bye-bye. That is Al Bernstein joining us here on the Bostonian versus the book. Good to get him on the program. But Al don't drive. That's oh, smart. It is smart. It's really smart in Man, this town. Oh, that's a good idea. Don't have to worry about doing stuff. Good stuff with Al. That was a lot of fun. Thank you for that, to have a conversation with him yes. about this fight that's going to be electric. I think Spence and Crawford. I mean, I've been such a big Bud Crawford fan for so long. I'm a Mark. I'm an Omaha person. So it's just... I I'm I'm not going into this fight unbiased. I'm not going to be betting this fight without a bias. I've got a bias. I think Crawford wins. 
And how he does it, I think by decision is how he wins it. You can get plus money on that bet. I don't think either fighter will stop either one. If you don't know who's going to win, I think your question is probably the best one. The fight, we're going to see the 11th round. It just, we are. <laughs> and we're going to see the 12th round most likely as well. So right. this is most likely going to the cards. Will this be one of those fights just, and then we'll move on to the next. Yeah. I, I'm intrigued by it. Cause I've been talking to a lot of people about it because trying to get us in the fight. Right. And if we can get in there and watch it, but will we be surprised by the decision decision after the fight? Like, is there well, something that's going to happen here? Is this going to be one of those close ones that you won't know? Or is it going to be one of those nine threes? I, I mean, we don't know. We've been waiting for this fight for so long. We've been waiting for Spence and Crawford to get up against each other. And they've been on a collision course for so long that if either one dominates, that would be somewhat surprising. But it could happen. I mean, they're both incredible talents. They both have ripped through their divisions. Right. 28-0 and 39-0. I mean, these aren't fluke records. Like, these right. guys have fought. You know, they both fought Kel Brook. Um, they both fought, I'm blanking, who else did they have a common opponent? They have two common opponents where both of them just dominated the other. Oh, um, and Sean Porter. So they both dominated both, you know. So it's like not much you can take away from the handicap with that. I think Crawford is a generational fighter, and I think Terrence Crawford is a guy that more fight fans should know about and more okay. fight fans should be a fan of. Yeah. But he, as I mentioned, he fought, he fights a lot in Omaha because he can sell out the Chai Center, 20,000 seats. He can sell it out, and he, so he fights close to home because he's a big name there. And so he comes to people, Vegas. Are, are the Omaha people coming? 100%. Big time, oh big, big time. Fight, fight fans in Omaha are coming in a big, big way, as he mentioned. I mean, this is a big event. Of all the things going on, you know, spring practice getting started for the Huskers, for Nebraska football. But this fight is huge for the native son. He's from North Omaha, which is a rough part of the city. Mm. And he, he's a guy who has been around. He is, he'll wear Nebraska and Creighton on his trunks, most likely. He always does. Love it. He's got a big N and a big C on his Love trunks. It. He represents okay. the city. He represents you. He'll wear a Nebraska hat to the ring and a Creighton hat on the way out. Like he just, he is a Omaha guy through and through like. and he, he supported that way. And so I can't, I, I I'm biased on this, but I think the guy's unbelievable, but he doesn't talk. Everybody wants him to talk. They want him to go do all the inflammatory stuff. And that's just not who he is. Right. He talks with his hands mm. and people want more out of him. And you know, I say 40 and oh, if he wins this fight, he's 40 and oh, 40 and oh, <laughs> like Mayweather's got to get a little concerned here. I mean, Crawford's approaching his, his record here. How old is he? Crawford? 32, three guys put it in the chat. If you're watching the show again, thank you for it? watching the show. Hopefully you're 35. Interview. Sorry. 35. Yep. So he could fight long enough to get him if he wants to. Sure. Yeah. Could, I mean, he it's, could, he could fight long enough. He's you know, look, uh, I, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, bottom line, I'm super excited. <laughs> I can't wait for this fight. It's going to be, it's going to be a ton of fun uh, to watch these guys go after it, to, to go again up against each other. But let's talk some baseball uh, last night. Boy, oh boy. Um, yeah. Why? My worst, my worst bet of the 2023 baseball season was last night. Under yeah. eight, under eight and a half for the Rangers <laughs> and um, Astros. Astros. Thank you. Yeah, Texas game. Uh, they do everything lost, big in Texas. It lost in the second inning. 
<laughs> which is good. If it's going to lose, we talked about this, right? Like, and I'll ask the chat because we did this on Sports Grid last night, which right. again, some of you are watching us on there when we take the show on the road. We appreciate that, but we always Absolutely. appreciate you guys watching here and on the YouTube channel. If you're going to lose a bet, do you want a baseball bet? Just say, like, this or it could be a football bet, a hockey bet, a basketball bet. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Blow out in the second inning, done. Or you're in it all the way and you lose at the end. It's still a loss. Same thing, same result, different story, different style. I think it's a no-brainer that you lose like that, right? Oh, give me the bullet to the back of the head. Just just rip the Band-Aid off. Don't slow pull it. You pull the Band-Aid off, you get that little bit of no. hair. The worst, hurts and this and that. Yeah. Just, the worst is when you think you have off. a shot. You know, you think you're close. You're excited. You're winning the whole time. You believe that you got it done. Right. And then all of a sudden, walk off, three-run jack, whatever it might be, and you're dead. Yes. You want to you kill my under in the first or second inning? I'm completely comfortable and cool with that. Right. I don't like losing, but I'm way more cool with that ending than having it being a slow, <laughs> nasty, it, methodical three-hour waste of my time. Put it this way. Blowout or... Um, what, what what's the word? So blowout, blowout. They're coming in the chat. There's nobody saying, "Give me a winner." Right side, blowout or right side. I love that the, when they the say right I had si the right yeah. side. Everyone does. I, I love the line. Well, you were on the right side. I I don't. It lost. Did I cash? Did I get money for being on the right side? Is oh, there a profit boy. for doing that? If there's Here no profit come. for doing that, then why do I? Here they come. Here they come. I mean, all you, the gambling people, all them smart guys, all them promises and parallelograms. Be like, you don't I even get know the, what line. the right side okay, is, people. But I, I understand the line, and this is the, what they'll say: is if you're on the right side, more often than not, if yes. you're on the right side for ten times, you feel like you win six of them. Really? Which I'll give you that. Yeah. That's probably accurate. But win six out of ten, that you would write. You want to be on the right side more often than not because you're a volume better like me. You bet every day, so you're going to have a lot of those games. And look, it just it's how it goes. But the bet lost, like it was a bad bet. It was the wrong side, like you lost. I mean, whether bad beats happen, but we don't have the the good win equivalent of the bad beat. It doesn't roll off the tongue as easy. It doesn't get publicized mm. as much. Scott mm. Van Pelt's not doing, you know, greatest covers of all time every Saturday night. But those are good stories. They are good stories, but we don't highlight them the same way when we lose. When we lose, there's always something to blame. When we win, there's never anything lucky. You never got fortuitous. It was I was right all along. What do you mean? Like, of course, of course it happened. You I, I, I called are it. an unbelievable streak of using the word fortuitous <laughs> during the show. That is like five days in a row. We're going to keep trying to work fortuitous into the show. If I don't hear it in the first hour, somebody in the chat Didn't you say, say it. <laughs> P-Roll has not said fortuitous yet, so I will say it. But we've said fortuitous on this show. You've also said some things. I've said some things. Listen, I like winning. Yeah. Being on the right side is nice. Sometimes you can get lucky and win a bet that you were losing the whole time, and then it comes back and win it. I feel like you're reaching right into my hat. What are Sorry. you doing? What are you doing? To, there we go. I'm just trying to adjust the camera. The camera was all crooked. It was okay. It didn't make any sense. I feel like you were reaching in it, like you look like Spence trying to get <laughs> with that reach or something. Like, what are you doing? Trying to fix the. There's no commercial break, so we can't fix the cameras. There's no commercial breaks. That's the beauty of the show. People like the fact that there's no commercial. I know. Breaks. Some so people do. Other right. people see no value in that. I don't yeah. understand it. 
I don't understand. I thought there's value and everything, but maybe not. I don't know. The twins are have a four game lead in Cleveland. Just put Beaver on the 60 day IL. Is that it? Twins are going to win the central. Jeez. How many games back? Four. It ain't over yet, but no, oh, that's a, that's a bad sign there. They can't even trade them now. Yeah. It's a shutdown. It's a bad, bad. Oh boy. What? Who else is behind them? Nobody. The White Sox. I mean, the White Tigers, Sox are, and, are there, Tigers and Royals. Sorry, JC from KC. The Royals been done for a long time. Yeah. You guys from Detroit, you got no shot. Although yeah. you got a shot today. I like them today. Oh, I do too. Yeah. yeah I, I bet them today. Yeah. Um, I, I like them today, but yeah, I feel bad. I mean, I was are like, you going to give the twins that? I mean, do we got. Yes. You remember Spence? Remember Spence from. Oh, yeah. Like, from yeah Twins fan, he's probably getting his playoff tickets ordered and all this other stuff <laughs> for them to lose in the first round, like they always yeah. do. I don't know. That's why I, I think the Twins are. I think it's the Twins division. Bieber going down is a really big blow to the Cleveland likelihood of winning the division. So, right. And the Twins, defensively and pitching wise, have been pretty good. They're tough to score on. They don't score a lot, but they're tough to score on. What are we nine of the last twelve? Thanks for coming together, Minnesota. Yep. I got to give them credit. I, I like to have fun with the, the AL Central teams as well as some of the NL Central teams. But Twins are right there. Did, do they have enough to make a run in October right now? I no. don't think so. They're going to make a move, right? Yeah, multiple. They need a bat. Bad. Mm. Need offense. Orioles are up four in the loss column. How big or how aggressive do you anticipate the Rays being? Because I think they need something big. They need to shake up their roster right now. You do? Yeah. They're re- they're heading in the wrong direction in the last month and a half. Orioles are on a totally different trajectory. I don't think the Orioles need to do very much. They can just keep doing what they're doing. I think the Rays need to make a splash. And the Rays could fall out of a playoff spot at this rate. Mm. They may not even get there. Mm. What? I don't know what they what 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 deal do they make? Need an arm. Need a bat. There's going to be players available. I mean, there's there's too much. It's too quiet right now in baseball. It could be a very quiet trade deadline. It's very possible. Teams might all say, "Look, we're still alive. We're not going to move." Right. I mean, starting with the Guardians, they're six and a half games back. Guardians, Mariners, Angels, Yankees, Red Sox, Blue Jays, Astros, Rays are all within nine and a half games of a playoff spot. Right. That's insane. It's too many. <laughs> it's insane. It's too many. And I then just national- sorry for being distracted. The Pirates are going to, they're open to discussions, basically everybody. I just got this. Like, So Mitch Keller. He's gone. On the list. He could go to, to the race. David Bednar is under club control until 2026. Rays could use him. He's an all-star closer. Those are both the all-stars. And they're. they're, they're yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to get in the car tonight and go to San Diego tomorrow. I might do the show from San Diego. We'll see. Okay. Go see the Padres. They're 44 and 56. Uh, play the Pirates and then say goodbye to the Pirates all-stars <laughs> because they're probably going to trade them. This stinks for the guys on bad teams. Like when you're the fan of them, 
like yeah, Bednar fans, comes in and it, it's almost yeah, like but, wild but, thing. It's everybody gets excited. They but play think about Renegade, it from but, right, but, think, but think about it from a player perspective. You're on a bad team, and all of a sudden you get traded to a contender. It's phenomenal. It's fine, but Bednar's a Pittsburgh kid. Like he grew up in local Pittsburgh kid. He made it to the Pirates. He's there. He goes home, sees his parents. It's a good story. I don't want to trade him. Oh, that's a good trade, though. I mean, there's guys on teams that teams like that. Like the Royals are never going to trade Salvador Perez, but there's guys that are established on those teams that would they would go and they would make a big difference. I don't know. I don't know what the Rays specifically need. They got to stop the leaking. I mean, they're leaking. Do they ever? They're, they're it's yeah, full full blown leak right now for the Rays, and things are not looking like they're going to change. This story broke yesterday after we got off the air, and I I still can't believe it actually is being reported the way it's being reported by John Morosi of MLB Network because it doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever that the report is that Angel's internal discussions about buying or selling on Shohei Otani remain ongoing. Team officials are likely to wait until after the upcoming Tigers and Blue Jays six-game series before determining if they will move on and move and trade a once-in-a-lifetime generational talent in Shohei Ortani. Dave, there's no way that's accurate. There's no way that that is an accurate assessment of where the Angels are. If it is accurate, yeah. they are the biggest clown show in Major League Baseball. <laughs> Put the glasses on for this because we got. They should be wearing dark glasses when they say this because I don't know who they're selling. They're lying. They're They've already ah. made their decision. They know what they're doing. I believe they're keeping him. I don't believe they're trading him. Yeah, same. They're crossing their fingers and hoping the team can go four and two over the next six games and then be down. Because yeah. if you think Shohei Ortani stays on the Angels, if you're three and a half games back out, or you trade him if you're five games out. How many games more do you think you're going to be in the next six games? You're playing two horrible baseball teams. Right. So they win five. They go five and one and they're tied for the wild card. They're not going to be tied for the wild card. They're going five and one because they have to pick up ground on multiple teams. Well, say they're, well, say they're a game back of, of the spot. They're four games back right now, right? Right now, they're four and a half games back at the start of play today. Of the last spot or the first spot? The last spot. They're eight and a half back of the, of the first spot. Okay. Well, when... What, so next week, I keep saying Friday, like Friday's the trade deadline. I'm wrong. It's next week. Well, next week. Yeah. It's August 1st. It's August 1st. It's, well, it's Tuesday. Again, I thought yesterday was the 31st the whole day. So I got to start looking at a calendar. <laughs> but like you, I don't know what day it is sometimes because we're coming and going and calling oh, yeah. and meeting and this and that. Oh, yeah. Setting up calls every day. Yeah. Which we appreciate. I'm not complaining about the calls. I like right. making the plans for the future. Right. That's good to make plans for the future, which, by the way, the future of football season is when's the next when's the first preseason game? A week from Thursday. Yeah. We should have been having these discussions months ago, but that's a whole other story. The guys and the angels are selling the fan base are selling themselves. They're lying to everybody. They're putting it out in public. So Shohei and his people know. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll just somebody got to look like the clown show because. I still don't think they're trading him either. That's a bigger surprise to me. Trading him at this point is a bigger surprise to me than not trading him. Agree or disagree? 
Yeah, I, I'll say I'd be surprised because it does show how adept they are. Because if they were going to trade him, they should have moved him in the offseason. So the fact that they're trading him now, they are hearing from different teams. But if you're the Diamondbacks, the Rays, the Orioles, all the teams right now that are being linked to a rental trade for Shohei Ohtani, what type of package are you going to really give up for Ohtani midseason? Like you've got the prospects to give up and that's fine. You want to give up prospects, but anybody who evaluates the trade, you're going to hope that these prospects turn into something. You're going to hope these guys are good because prospects are prospects for a reason. You don't know they're good. You hope they're going to be good. So what's the package that comes back for Shohei? You better get like three all-stars and there's no way of knowing that. So I think the fear of the unknown is what keeps Otani in LA until the end of the year. I mean, this is talking about trading Babe Ruth a hundred right. years later. Like it comes with a lot of things, and this may come with a lot of those things that you can be known yeah. as that guy or that team that traded him. Right now, if the Angels would make it and ease in here watching, Eric mm-hmm. Garcia is one of the biggest mm-hmm. Angel guys I know, and I like to go back and forth with him as well. He's a big part of what we do. Yep. Um, I owe you a call, E, by the way. I'll call yeah. you later. Yeah, we we both do actually. Mm-hmm. That's a good good reminder. Um, the Angels with Otani. I don't know if that's good enough to to win a playoff series. No, <laughs> like that's the other thing. Like keeping them, I you think know, we're yeah, going to go Angels, for it. No. But like, what are we going to do? We're going to have you know Detmers in in game two, um, Canning in game two. I don't know who. I don't know if they can win. So. Then do you go, well, we can't win anyway. We can't win with them. Do we trade him? They should have traded him this offseason. Wow. For a historic haul. Or they should have traded him. They should have made him an offer in April. Monster offer. Here's our best offer. This is the most money we can ever offer you. Take it or leave it. If you but sit. it's not. That's the bad part. It's not the most money we can offer you. That's what the most money we can offer you right now. Then we go... You know, we have a start like the Pirates did in April and May, and now we're winning. And now maybe our offer is not that. Maybe, you know, we're winning. Look, right. Trout's healthy. We're rolling. We're going to win a division. You know, we're right there with Texas and Houston. I told you so. Now do you want to stay or do you want to go? Like it changes every month. I don't know who has the leverage right now. Who has the leverage? Uh, there's no leverage at the moment because Otani, his leverage comes in the offseason. So his We're leverage. Selling a lot of angel stuff. There's a lot of people watching. Oh yeah. There's a no. lot of things that could happen. If he continues on this home run chase, they're going to be watching this worldwide and it's all coming out of that stadium in orange County next to Disneyland. Well, yeah. I mean, I think the interesting part about where he gets traded to this twofold. The first is if he goes to the American, goes to the national league, he's ineligible for the American league wildcard. Sorry, the American league MVP. So that's one thing you can take out if you're the Angels by sending him to a National League team. The second thing you can do is you can eliminate him from setting the American League home run record by sending him to the National League. So the Diamondbacks wouldn't be a horrible place to send him if they were going to trade him. You could get a pretty good return for the prospects the Diamondbacks have. I think the Diamondbacks, Giants, Astros, Padres. The only four teams I think that are actually going to even be listened to 
if you're the Angels. You didn't mention the Yankees. That's an American League team on the East Coast. I don't believe that's what they're... I don't believe they will do that. I think Otani will be furious. I don't think they'll get the return. And there's no chance he's signing with them. Okay. Everybody on the East Coast knows Otani is not going to sign. He's made it clear, I'm playing on the West Coast. So from there, I like warm weather. I like big city. Okay? That makes it a little more difficult for San Francisco, but I do think he could still go there. It makes San Diego and Los Angeles both very big favorites. And then mm. the D-backs are there. The, you know, I don't know if he'd like to play in the desert, but I bet he'd adjust to it. The ball will fly and he'll have a million home runs. Oh, boy. So, he goes to that ballpark. He'll do well, and he knows that. So very good shot, yeah. So I think the Diamondbacks offer is serious. I think they're really there, even though it's being considered or being reported as doing their due diligence. I don't think the Orioles are realistic. I don't think the Rays are realistic. I don't think the Red Sox are really realistic or the Yankees or the Mets. But those NL West Coast teams, I think all the way up till next, I think next weekend, this coming weekend, we'll start to hear big rumblings. We'll start to hear a lot of big trade offers and teams that are trying to get them will start to leak their offers to put pressure on Moreno and company from the Angel fans potentially saying, you're going to say no to that? <laughs> That's a big offer. What are you doing? You can't say no to that. Such the whole thing is such. Sorry, Will. Bullshit. Like they put out whatever they want, and they have these phone calls and texts. Or, can you imagine what's going on behind closed oh, yeah. doors? I mean, they already know. Crazy. I mean, the, the idea that the six games against two bad teams will determine whether or not they trade Otani is ridiculous. <laughs> like I know that the Angels. But Arnie Moreno is not as rich as he is for being a stupid man. Like that would be, that's malpractice. If you think six games is going to determine, you can go six and oh, you could pick up six games. You still can trade them or you can still keep them. If you lose all six games, like it means nothing to me where they are. You have all of August, all of September left to go. You've got 70 games basically left. What are you talking about? And we did the schedule. We went through a lot of these games. Uh, In August, you can go back and watch it. August is tough. Angels are going to get annihilated between August 1st and August 23rd. They're going to get killed. I mean, just straight up killed by everyone they're playing. They're going to lose two out of three. They're going to get swept like crazy. And that's with Otani. They're going to get killed. This is not a playoff team. Angels are not a playoff team. They're not going to be in the postseason. They're going to come back down to earth. It's fool's gold. If you think that their record and resume right now, them being quote contenders is why they should keep Otani. Mm. You should keep him because you, the offer is not good enough. Okay. That's fair, but don't keep it because you think you're contending. That's ridiculous. We'll see. Oh, I mean, trout back or not, it doesn't matter. I almost want them to come back and then keep them and then win eight games in, through mid-August and then even get back in it at this point. I think it'd be I think it'd be a hell of a story. I would love to see them do it and yeah, stay baseball and, then, needs it. and then walk. Like fine. <laughs> I, do, but Otani gonna walk. I just want I Mike Trout and Shohei Otani playing up. in the biggest games of the season. Not doing what I do, which yeah. is watch them on TV. I want to see them actually play. And we haven't seen Mike Trout play in a championship series or world series yet. We will. So we will? Really? Yeah, we will. Oh, we didn't well, think that's... we'd see Bonds playing it. And we did. 
Yeah, we will. We will. If he stays healthy. I don't know if he stays healthy. Guys hurt all the time. I don't know. If Mike Trout's in a Phillies uniform, yeah, maybe. Should go to Pittsburgh. Do you like this Bucko logo? Do you That's like nice. That? Pirates. Um, how many championship series did Barry Bonds play with the Pirates? Well, uh, he was in multiple NLCSs and they lost the games late. Wasn't his fault. Well, it was right. his fault because he didn't hit. He hit under 200 right. in but, a lot of those series. So, but you're, you're the one comparing Bonds to Trout. So Bonds' resume with the Pirates is way better than Trout's Way better. The Pirates the were the best team in the National League for a couple of years there, along so with then, Atlanta. So this is why Bonds could have stayed if he wanted to. He, he could have, but the, but the economy was way different then. There Fine. Three teams that for five teams that paid everybody and everyone else didn't. But you're talking, so. this is Trout's, this is my problem with Mike Trout. If Mike Trout was playing in championship series every year, like, you know, consistently that Bonds did, Mike Trout should have, should have stayed with the Angels. Mike Trout hasn't played in a championship series yet. Let alone a World Series. His career is starting to get to the point. Position, you know that, right? He's starting he to. Too. That's his problem. He resigned. He chose to stay there. He had every opportunity to go somewhere else. He just celebrated at the beginning of the show a guy who stayed with the same team the whole time. Guy stayed from, with the same team the whole time, and you're bearing for three cups and one one. Good on Boston for getting him help. No, he was the captain. He was the guy. He was the leader. Patrice Bergeron was one of the most important Bruins ever. And they just had the best team of all time, points-wise, wins-wise, and they didn't win. Okay. It happens. It's sports. Mike Trout has not been on a team with the best record. Mike Trout has not been a leader on a team that makes everyone go, oh, my gosh. Oh, he can control a lot. He chose to stay. He chose to stay. They told him a story. They're going to go get him help. They went and got Rendon. He got help. Or he got hurt. Got they hurt. got Otani. He's coming out. He's, he's playing with Otani, the best player in the world. They're, play, they're paying he's, three guys. That's great. <laughs> Celtics <laughs> are going to pay two. But basketball, yeah. baseball, apples and oranges. Can't compare it. But it's uh, Mike Trout chose to say, he, this is his bed. That's why I want Otani off that team. Because I can't stand to watch another generational talent go down the tubes with that franchise. Get him off that. Get him off that team as fast as possible. Put him on the Yankees. I don't care. Get Otani off the Angels, mm. and it will hopefully happen at some point in the next six months. It happens. I don't think it's happening on Tuesday, even though I, I want it to. I I will celebrate on Tuesday if he gets traded. I will celebrate. It. Go, let's go. But I don't think I'm going to see it. Unfortunately, I don't I want think to say happening. hi to Otto. He's in the chat oh. today, um, and. Chef Benny wants to know, why can't fruit be compared? Apples and oranges. Why can't they be compared? It's a very good question. Because of difference. Which one was different? It does not belong. <laughs> you know the song? Which one is different? It does not belong. <laughs> yes. Yes. I do so, know the song. You know. Uh, so you did say, which apples and oranges? Got three apples and one orange. Which uh, one is different? It does not belong. Ice work. <laughs> uh, let's talk Texas and Houston tonight. Te- Rangers won game one. Astros minus 130 on the comeback for game two. Wait, here. who won game one? I thought Houston won. Did they? I thought it was later on. Sorry, I was so tired last night. I think I forgot who won. Uh, who won that game last night? That was Houston won game one. I apologize. We flipped that around. So, sorry. We, we, we changed that as to Astros won game one. Astros are now favored. We have no idea what day it is, do we? Oh, I don't know where I am right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, 
how it is. When you do two shows a day for six straight days, it kind of, it happens. This is my state of mind every day. It's hard. It, it happens. You don't know where you're going, what you're watching, what you're, who you're talking to, what show you're on and what con, what network you're on. Uh, That's crazy. We like the Astros today. I, I, you didn't even know they won yesterday. You're asking me to like oh, them today. Nine, I lost the under, so I stopped paying attention besides the 20 France and a half live today, total. Yeah. We, you like we, France today? No, thank you. Yeah. Although to. Rodriguez is somewhat of a, he's going to be an opener for them. Um, yeah, he's the opener for them. So over. Another over? Another over. Bet the over. This yes. game will probably be 2 nothing. Most likely, the way baseball's been going. <laughs> yes, it's very, very accurate read. <laughs> Two nothing. France has been really good. Texas team total under. Wow. That's the initial look. Yeah. That's I mean, France look. has given up one, four, three, zero, and three earned runs his last Pretty five good. starts, but they've won four of the five, including four in a row. Nah. Three, one, seven, five, six, four, 14, nothing. Ooh. In the last four starts for JP so France. Run support too. Yep. So over. And Texas has no Seager, right? Seager's hurt. Corey Seager's hurt. Yeah, out indefinitely. Okay. Sold to uh, Houston. Oh, Houston Moneyline? I like Houston. Okay. I like the over in in, in that game. Wow, it's up to 150. Did you have 130 last night? No, it was 130 this morning. No, no, 145 in some places, 150. At 8 a.m. it was 130 this morning. Yeah, not no more. Wow. That's going bye-bye. Wow. That's a big I move. They, I guess the I guess the Robinsons and Parallelograms like the like the uh, Astros too. All right. Wow. That's that's a fast move. Right, time now for the brigade proxy service. NFL story of the day. We went down and saw someone from Hawaii today who signed up for the survivor contest. Yes. We're going to go see somebody else, right? We got another person today at some point today. Uh, we're, we're, we're efforting to, efforting to, to get that taken that. care of. Yes. 702-570-8255 or Correct. at Brigade Proxy on Twitter at Brigade Proxy at gmail.com since email proxy at gmail.com. Okay. Brigade proxy at gmail.com is the email address to get in touch. Those go to all of us. So get us directly. If you need to make an appointment, you're coming to town. It's the last two days. This is how August is going to go. This is going to be ridiculous. <laughs> this is going to be quite the month. Wish I had a driver to take me down there. Right. Although I don't mind driving. Listen to the, listen, crank up the music, make a phone call or two. Oh, I like driving. Stop yeah. to go. You do like driving. I, I'm, I'm like Al. I get. To, I gotta be glad to get a driver. That's fine. I well, drivers, Uber is different than a driver because a driver you don't pay every time. Uber is you're paying every time, and the prices change based upon surge pricing. That's the problem with Uber. That I don't like. Yeah, that I don't like. In particular, because Uber has all of a sudden gone the way of Vegas and jacking the rates up on everything. Uber used to be dramatically cheaper than cabs, and now it's not going that direction we're getting closer and closer to ubers being as expensive as cabs in this town and that's stupid they had a huge advantage over over cabs in vegas and now the monetary advantage is starting to go away because of greed right so covid changed so much in this town when it comes to those types of things oh because getting people to come back to drive was difficult so they had to make it worth their while they had to jack up the rates that people may make more money for less driving hours yeah yeah, it, it was there was just too much um, 
wow, Mr. C had a driver when he was here. He said he's going to talk to his guy. We Ooh. might have a driver. Would that be something? Ooh. You have a driver? Ooh. Graph one week? Well, Super no. Bowl. I well, that's what it's, Super, Bowl, Super Bowl week, I want a driver. Like, I'm going to either hire your, one of your kids or I, I want a driver for the week of the – I do not want to drive for the week of the Super Bowl. I will pay whatever I got to pay. I don't want to drive, park, nothing. I want just – I don't want Uber prices. I want a flat rate. I'll pay somebody a flat fee for the week. When I need you, no matter what time it is, I'm calling you. You're picking me up. We're driving. Just came up with this in the chat. Rainmaker Lou's going to need a gig. Uh, he's a he's a he's a bread man, but he's been driving a truck for a long, long time. He's a very good driver. Has all the certifications and all this other stuff. Might have to hire Rainmaker Lou to drive us around. Come but on he in. don't know the area. So well, that's fine. It's not hard. We'll just try. I'll that's tell you where fine. to go. Yeah. Just I need to, there's probably four places I need to go on a consistent basis coming up during the week of the Super Bowl. So, and we could use that carpool lane all the time. That's true, right? In and zip, out. Zip, 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 zip. The city won't be like the Super Bowl being in Vegas won't affect anything outside of the two miles around the strip. The two Correct. miles around the strip are going to be a nightmare. <laughs> Already is. But at least they're gone. At least the F1 folks will be gone for a year. So they'll be out of here. But it's the other stuff that's going to go on. The parties and the you know, just the traffic. I mean, look, I think this Saturday night will be a pretty interesting test of the strip. Because we saw the the parade, which we thought was going to be a nightmare. And it was, but it wasn't It was, at certain pockets. It was a nightmare. It was we, haven't had a, we haven't had a big boxing fight weekend. Had the UFC. We've had UFC multiple, but we haven't had a big boxing fight weekend since they started this construction. Right. So let's see what it looks like when there's a fight night right. for a big boxing match. It could be bad. The boys uh, in the chat want to start the, the BTS, the Brigade Transportation Services. Not going to say no. Because to go with the BPS, the Brigade Proxy Service. <laughs> Two stories involving Saquon Markley today. Yeah. First, the Giants try, tried to trade him. In April. Okay. They tagged him. Yep. And they shopped him. Mm-hmm. Nobody wanted him. Nobody Hard wanted the contract. Believe, but true. Nobody wanted him. Nobody wanted the contract. So mm. because of that, they kind of had no choice. But today, made the announcement. Saquon Barkley has now been given a $2 million bonus. $10 million was was the tag, 10.1, fully guaranteed. And a $2 million Upfront sign-up bonus. The deal includes one million in incentives, with an equal amount paid for thirteen hundred yards rushing, eleven touchdowns, and sixty-five receptions. He would make three million dollars extra if he hit those incentives. Does that quiet down the whining for the running backs, or are they going to be more mad because their contracts could be in the future incentive-based? Is this hush money? It could be. The Mars, the Mars are smart. They know what they're doing. <laughs> is this is this? Hey, man. They know what they're this, doing. We did try to trade you. Came out. Here's some money. Don't say nothing. <laughs> Show up. Do your thing, Saquon. We, we Saquon. We, you're our guy. Catch them balls. Stay healthy. How's a knee? Like I get to feel. It's so strange. Like now. Again, I guess sometimes in this business and other businesses, you got to push it right to the envelope. Like we're done. We're broken up. We've right. had enough. Right. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Now we'll give you the money. 
Hold on. Well, they're not giving him the money per se. They're giving him incentives to earn more money. Like he's getting 10.1 million fully guaranteed. It's the tag. The franchise tag is 10.1 million with a $2 million signing bonus. If you sign it. So we signed it. He had not done that yet. Only Pollard had, had signed his tenure so far. Josh Jacobs is now kind of left out to dry here. There are three guys who hadn't signed. Pollard signed. Now Barkley has signed. What does Josh Jacobs do? Because he is real mad right now at this whole thing. But, you is know, they it, had that Zoom are call. They, like they're yeah, they're negotiating, it, right? No, so they're negotiation. It, no, I don't know if it's negotiating or like they're they're creating this conversation right now saying like everybody else is on offense. All of their tags and incentive clauses, everything else, it's all gone up but us. We've gone down. And Nick Chubb said, look, when I go out and ha- if I go out and have a 2,000 yard rushing season the next year if i'm negotiating it's actually a detriment because the team's gonna say i'm burnt out i'm you know i'm used up so all that production doesn't help me it hurts me which is an interesting line because he is kind of right about that he is right which is that's the only position group that we talk about like that right so how do they overcome that by not producing see if i was owner I'd go, I'd go get, I'd go pay for the running back, like the best running back and pay him. Say, come on. You know what? The other guys don't like it. Nobody like, come on. I need yeah. you. And then your guy blows his knee out. And then what do you do? You Then I go get another one. Say, look, you know what? We like running backs. We <laughs> you got to have the, the money. Ball. You have the money to be able to do that. Though. That's fine. They always find the money. Did you see the money for these NFL franchises are worth? Don't mm-hmm. cry about the money. That's the complete. It's you not can't crying. cry about the money. You can't. You, you do have the cap. I mean, you can't just spend whatever you want to they spend. They can figure out whatever they need to figure out. If they want to pay the guy, they can pay the guy. It's 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 nonsense when the owner's crying about the money. We can't fit him in under the cap, this and that. You don't want to pay him. You don't want to pay him. Just tell me you don't want to pay him. I, I It's good. It, it's, it's good for the Giants. I mean, and listen, I loved him at Penn State. Can't even say his name right. Is it Saquon or Saquon? I say Saquon. Saquon. Yeah. That's I say that. Somebody tells me it's Saquon. Anyhow, it's Saquon Barkley is an electric football player. And I would want him on my team if I'm going to give him the ball. Do they feel pressure now to give him the ball because they gave him his money? No, because he's gonna get the ball anyway. <laughs> like he's getting the ball. There's nothing of like a no pressure to give him the ball. He's getting the ball. He's their offense. You want Daniel Jones to throw the ball 40 times a game? What's wrong with Daniel Jones? Hold on. Hold on. What? Yeah. He can run too. He's a running back playing quarterback. It worked last year. It made the playoffs. With Saquon. Right? (laughs) You had Barkley being extremely productive. You need them both. They're a run first team, which I'm fine with. But you need them both. I hope he has a tremendous year. He probably will. But then, you know, it comes time to, yeah, you got to stay healthy. And then if you don't stay healthy, it justifies the Giants not giving you a deal. And that, uh, that's the problem. Yeah. I gets hurt. It's, I told you, that's why we didn't give it to you. But I have a hard time crying over someone who made $10 million guaranteed. Thank you. I just have a hard time with it. It's just, I don't really, it's a difficult. I think it's a difficult mountain with most people to climb when you're like, 
I'm really mad. Why? I got paid $10 million to do what? Run a ball. Really? <laughs> What's wrong with that? Like, they, that's what the market dictates. Correct. That's what they don't want to hear. I, I'm not. No, but it. sometimes you want more. You, how can the offensive tackle, how can this make more? This, that, whatever. I mean, because the league has said that those players are more valuable. Sometimes the league is wrong too. No, it's the market. Market How many says, times that guy touched the ball? The league said quarterbacks are the most important position because you can't hit them low, can't hit them high. Okay? Can't hit them high, can't hit so, them low. Can't touch them, can't okay? Them so they become late, an investable product, all right? So then play it out. How do you protect a quarterback? You pay the guys blocking him. So the left tackle becomes extremely valuable. He now becomes a guy you must invest in because he's got to protect the blind side for the quarterback. On the right side, you got a guy who needs to be a run blocker, but also has to be able to block because you can get crushed coming off the edge as well. So the right tackle gets taken care of. The center, that guy is a quarterback of the whole thing, calling all of the movements with the offensive line and the blocking patterns. He's got to get paid. The guards have got to be there because they got to be able to stop the nose tackles from coming up the A gap, the A gap, and the B gap. Now, who catches oh, the gosh. ball? Now who catches the ball? So you have the line blocking for the quarterback to throw the ball. Now you got to go get the guy and pay the guy to catch the ball because as Giselle said, he can't throw and catch the ball himself. So now you got to pay the wide out. Wide outs need also help over the middle to open up the outside. So you got to go pay the tight end who can catch the ball over the middle and, and can run block as well and help the run game. The last guy to get paid here is the running back. Ironically, the running back is the last guy in a line of defense from some defensive tackle or defensive end on a blitz or linebacker on a blitz to crush the quarterback and end all the hopes and dreams. Fair. Guy got to get paid too. Fair. They, they still run the ball in football, right? They still do? For the most part. For the most part, they do. They, you got to run the ball. It's part of the game. There's running. And passing on offense. Right, but wide receivers can run the ball. Quarterbacks can run the ball. Oh, quarterbacks can run the ball like running backs until they get hurt, and then your whole offense can't run unless a running back is likely to the emergency quarterback. Sometimes it's a wide receiver. Mm -hmm. Running back's just as important a position to a lot of teams. Sure. I don't know what's going on. I like running backs. Their lifespan is two and a half years. That's what's going on. Well, when they change NFL to a flag football league, mm -hmm. all them offensive tackles and all of those stuff, it ain't going to matter. Well, they ain't going to need the okay, block. But <laughs> we're ways away from that. But feels I, I, like we're closer than you think. Nah, we're ways from that. But I, I get the point. And I think if you look at the way that the league has now structured the rules, Patriots, Steelers, Eagles a little bit, Lions, there's certain teams that are going back to smash mouth, run the ball football. Going back, did they ever stop in Pittsburgh? Well, no, a Patriots stopped for a while. Patriots are now going back to it in a big way. Yeah. So this is now how the game is zigging when everyone else is zagging. So I, but the Patriots do not pay. Look at Ramondre Stevenson, unbelievable back, played Oklahoma, great back, mm. fifth round pick, fourth round pick. Thanks for coming. Right. I mean, he's not a, He's not a Barkley. It's not a top 10 pick. Draft him and develop him. Your own guy, pay him big money. Nope. I was going to say, <laughs> um, I, I'll never forget this guy's name and I just forgot it. 
the running back for the Patriots had a 230-something yards, and then they cut him the next week. Um, oh, my. Began with an S. Not Sonny. Can't remember. Someone in the chat put it in there who who Bill cut. He was he had 200 yards and then Jonas cut. Gray. Who is it? Jonas Gray. Jonas Gray. Yeah. 201. He had 201 yards and then got cut. The next week. <laughs> but wasn't it because he fumbled? He, he got benched because I'm, oh oh he's late. He was late to practice. That's right. He was late to practice. That's right. That the guy just had 201 yards rush. That's a pretty good game. Bye bye. <laughs> I mean, so you're this close almost at any position. You're definitely closer at running back. You're, 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 it's a law of diminishing returns. Every time you run and get hit, most likely the next time it's less and less. It's just wears on your body and you age in dog years every game, right. let alone every season. So yeah, the value's down, but. If not, go go play wide receiver then. Wow, right? that's Good crazy. He, that game, he had 43 fantasy points in that game. Monster. Himself. It was a monster <laughs> game. 201 yards and four touchdowns. Became the first player in the Super Bowl era to account for more than a quarter of the league's rushing scores in a week. Those four scores were the first four of his career. That had not happened since 1921. There was a lot of really smart fantasy guys that said, oh, look what I found. I got gold. I got this. I told you I was right. I told you I was right. Five days later, Bye-bye. you don't have him no more. He ain't on the Patriots no more. He's out of the league. I don't think he did anything after. No, he got hurt. He tore his quad. Right. That was it. Of, that was it. Yeah. Out, of, out of the league. Yeah. Gone. It was against the Colts. Yep, Thank you, the Colts. Marcelo yep. Unda, Jonas Gray. Deuce Daly said now he's a comedian. Oh, is he really? That's what he said. Joe's crazy comedian. There's jokes about Belichick. That'll be great. I, I don't know if that's fact or not, but Deuce <laughs> Daly said it. Um, That'd be Dave Daly pick said it was against the Colts, and you just said that as well. So I remember that game. But that that one was the first one I was like, wow, I just had 201 yards, monster fantasy game, all that stuff. Bye. Who has value in that situation? Patriots have made the running back. They were making the running back expendable before it was cool to do it. I mean, like, this was typical for the Patriots just to rinse and repeat and run next guy. Sam next guy, Cunningham. Next guy. Well, that was way back. Bam Cunningham was, that was when I was growing up. Was I know, but like Steve that's Rogan when the era. game was a running game. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it was Sam Cunningham. Sam and Bam Cunningham. Sam Bam? Sam Bam Cunningham. Yeah. That was, that was, that was him, Irving Fryer. Handed off to the Moises Tatupu and Craig James era. I'm running the ball early 80s. Oh, yeah. For the Patriots. Oh. Pat, the, Pat the Patriot was the thing. Somebody said that Pat the Patriot looks like he's going to the bathroom. I don't, I, I, I don't, I've never seen that, and I don't really agree with that. Because that means every offensive lineman on every single play looks like they're going to the bathroom. So, um, you ever I'm play not, center? Not in your like, life? Not football? Uh, not tackle. Like I played like touch football center, but never like where someone's going to no. I was a quarterback. So I was 10, I believe. And I went to the football tryouts and uh, they said, you could play. I wanted to play quarterback or wide mm-hmm. receiver or something. And they said, you're going to play offensive line. In fact, you're going to be the center. And the kid put his hands, you know, under. Yeah. On a tailbone. No, no, no. 
<laughs> you he put him up under. He went too far. He gave me a little lift. <laughs> I said, Dino. He went too far. <laughs> what are we doing here? Yeah. You got to learn how to be a center. You got to learn how to feel comfortable with another man touching your, you know, with his Yeah, back but that's supposed head. to be on your butt, not, not you know, going that way. When you learn how to snap, at least this is the way the coach taught me. He said, you got to bring it up. Bring it up quick. I had to learn very young age. No, it was, it was, that, that, that was you know, the back of your hand. Oh, God. Right here. And this top hand went bam. Back. back. Oh. Damn, <laughs> easy with that. Please. It was ridiculous. Playing center's hard. Oh, yeah. But oh, like, it's hard. It's hard. If you're a quarterback, you know, that's that's always the joke. You got to be easy. Then I learned it when I played quarterback. Okay. Yeah. I was always very, I get the, the first person I introduced myself to was the center. Of course. Yeah. He said, hey, man. We're going to know each other really well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're we played get with to... a kid named Iqbal. His Ik... name was Iqbal Saeed. Yeah. That was my center when we played football. Me and Iqbal got tight. <laughs> I can't even make it up. I mean, that's his name, Iqbal yeah. Saeed. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the college football schedule of the day. It is the Alabama Crimson Tide today. We've not done Bama's schedule yet. They're over under. This is interesting. Ten and a half. Over is plus 120 on this. This feels like there's going to be a lot of books coming in, taking taking money on Alabama here. Here is your Just Alabama. find the loss. Like, the, you know, it's the, the, the book, Find Where's Waldo? Just where's the loss, P-Roll? LSU in Texas. You have two? Yeah, t- they, well, 10 and a half. They, they, they go 11 and one. You got to find two to bet the under. Under's juiced. Where's the Texas game? Week two. Brian Denny. In Alabama. Mm-hmm. You really think they're going to lose that game? They could lose to AM on the road. They could lose to LSU at home. They could lose to Auburn in the Iron Bowl. Stop. What do you mean stop? I've seen stop. it. Stop. Don't tell me to stop. I've seen it. That. Pull the records out. Records don't matter. It's the Iron Bowl. That's a, a, that's They're not losing to Auburn this year. It's telling you. It's, no it's, I've seen crazier things happen. Okay. Batman normally wins it. Okay. But it, it can lose the game. It's possible. It's the Iron Bowl. On the road. On the can plains. Can lose to Texas A&M? Yes. 100%. There's four. There are four games they can lose in the schedule. Texas at home. Mm-hmm. At Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. Tennessee at home. Mm-hmm. LSU at home mm-hmm. and at Auburn. That's five. You're crazy. They, they, there are four games that I could see them losing. There's five games I could see them losing. Tennessee's a question because we got to see what the quarterback spot looks like, obviously, but Tennessee is going to be loaded. They're phenomenal. AM, Jimbo could save his job again by beating Alabama. They've lost there recently at Kyle Field. I mean, <laughs> Texas is coming in. That's going to be a tough game for Alabama in week two with a very new and inexperienced quarterback on the road. Alabama has sucked on the road the last couple of seasons, including last year. I think the road game is definitely more susceptible than the home game. At A&M, at Auburn. They're not losing it at Auburn. Okay, you can say that. I don't I get, think so. I, I'm not going to tell you that the, the Iron Bowl in games oh, wait, like this. Are they in Alabama the entire year? Do they leave other than no. the They go to Starkville. That's, they go to wait, Tampa, Florida. South Florida and Tampa. They, okay. they go to Starkville. They go they to, go to, to Starkville. College Station. 
And they go to College Station. Okay. And, the, and, and they go all Auburn. the rest of the games are in Alabama. Oh, yeah. no, they go play at Kentucky. Yeah, Kentucky too. Ooh, what if Kentucky catches? Would be awesome. Don't think so. <laughs> Kentucky's not beating Alabama either. Sorry, Lindemann and the rest of you Wildcats. They know that. But Maybe. LSU can go into Bryant Denny and win that game. You want On a make- bye week preparation? Come on. Who's the quarterback? They got four. They got, I get what Bama's Bama. Mm-hmm. I, I understand all of that. Okay. But they got a, they got big questions. They got a kid who can run, who can't pass and three kids who are very inexperienced. One kid who has been in the system and you're like, Oh, it's Alabama. Okay. But you got to remember something before they started recruiting Heisman trophy caliber quarterbacks, Alabama had some issues with the quarterback. That was always the question with Nick Saban. Can they get a quarterback? Right. So it feels like they're going back to those types of days before the Mac Joneses, you know, before we see, we, we saw, you know, last what six seasons where they had Heisman trophy caliber quarterbacks. They got big questions to the quarterback spot this year for Alabama. I look, I would bet the under the under should be juice. That's the right number for Alabama. 10 is the number, right? 10 and two, but that's the number. Okay. Chat right now. Shout out to Doug, uh, Doug Kazarian. He's, I, he just sent me a text. He's watching the show. He said the show nice. looks great. Thanks, oh, thank Doug. you. Appreciate that. Um, chat over or under Alabama season wins. What do you think is going to be the consensus? I think, over. I think we're going to get more overs. Yeah, because it's Alabama. Yeah, of course. Nobody wants to fade Alabama. Well, this looks like 11 and one to me. They're the public of the public. And you can say that, but until they figure out their quarterback spot, I can't go down that road. I got to see this before I, I going into the year. I think Alabama is going to lose two games. I would bet under. I think 10 and two. I don't think they're in the playoffs. They could lose two conference games or lose one to Texas and then one other game. Mm. LSU, if I'm going to make a bet who's going to win the SEC West, I would bet LSU to win the SEC West. Right. That would be the play I'd make from a value standpoint (laughs) and from just where we are. JC from KC gets the show. He said over to. Yes. There's some unders. Whitrock's under. Over, over, over. Under for Blue Spader. Hopefully the wife's do a good Blue Spader. Under CBW. Under Gorov. Under J Dow bets. Under Dave's Daily Picks. Ooh. Lots of unders. All right. I like it, guys. I think you're right. Um, I think that it's going to be right there. You look at college football. And you look at, you can spin it, which is what is good for college football. You can spin it in two different ways, right? You talk about the quarterback question at Georgia, although Beck might be pretty damn good. Alabama's got questions at quarterback. Ohio State's got questions at quarterback. You've got Penn State, who I like a lot. Like, you know, I've already bet the over on their win total, but they got questions at quarterback. There's right. a lot of teams across the country right. with the most, most important position. We just graduated a really good caliber class of quarterback to the NFL. So now replacing that on paper, these kids could be phenomenal, but can they go into a hostile environment and, you know, go play in big time football games? I've seen it with JJ McCarthy with Michigan. I know that Blake Corms, if he stays healthy, it's going to be an unbelievable weapon. Their offensive line is one of the best, if not the best in the country. I know what I have with Michigan. I don't know what I have with so many other teams, even though Georgia's Georgia. Is uh is is this true about Michigan? 
with uh, Harbaugh being suspended. Yeah. Yes. He's, he, he is. That, that, but he is, it's being appealed, right? I, I, I don't know. I'm just catching up to this now. I mean, it had been it, doing stuff. All yeah, morning. We were at Circa this morning when it broke um, that he is. Yeah. He's been suspended for four games. Uh, he's facing a four game ban. Pete Thamel, ESPN.com, Michigan football coach, Jim Harbaugh and NCAA are in discussions about a so-called negotiated resolution for a four game suspension in the 2023 season. Looming suspension is tied to an NCAA investigation into Michigan in which Harbaugh faces a level one violation, the most serious kind of NCAA purview for not cooperating with the NCAA, which is typical for Harbaugh. Uh, he would miss East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, and Rutgers. Whoop did do. <laughs> Four and O oh. <laughs> is not a problem. <laughs> that is a very... Uh, Helpful negotiation for, for right. Harbaugh to say, oh, well, shucks, I can't coach those four games where we're 25-point favorites in all of them, but that's okay. <laughs> Can he still go to practice? No, you're gone for a month. Wow. This is, you're suspended. You're away from the team. It's just so dumb, though, because the alleged recruiting improprieties are tied to an alleged violation that occurred during the COVID-19 recruiting dead period. The initial investigation into Michigan included just four level two violations, which are less significant, but the failure to cooperate emerged during the investigation. And in January, there were multiple meetings between Harbaugh and the NCAA in which he refused to admit he lied during the investigation. This is stupid. I'm just, I've read this. That's why they didn't put it in the rundown. I think this is stupid. One, it's not going to matter to Michigan. Two, it's dumb because it, it was, they were, recruiting or they were contacting athletes during COVID-19 and then Harbaugh was said, it was he like basically wanted him to say like, you, you lied to us. And he's like, no, I didn't lie to you. And he's not going to admit that he was wrong, which is typical Jim Harbaugh. Hold on. This is, this is from COVID. Yes. This is a COVID violation. It's just stupid. The whole thing is just like, I think this is from dumb. like years ago. Yes. This is why the end for 2020. This is why <laughs> the NCAA is going to lose and they're going to, people are going to walk. This is what Alabama fans did during the Albert mean situation. Now it was 20 years ago, but it was the same situation where basically you have, you know, power programs, big programs, and they're going like, do you really have any like standing here to come down and tell me what I did and did not do? Like, do you, do you have any like subpoena power? Do you have right. any like, like real jurisdiction? If I lied to you, who cares? Who are you? Like it's, this is why the NCAA is good. It's falling apart oh. because programs like sec schools and other ones are just sick and tired of dealing with this, you know, ticky tack BS. And they're like, look at investigate something real. Like, did I lie to you? Did I tell you the truth? Okay. I mean, the line that every Bama fan loves is that during the investigation with Albert means they said publicly that Alabama was staring down the death, staring down the barrel of the death penalty. And Alabama fans made t-shirts out of that. And it was a really big, but they were like, who are like, you're, I laughed at it at the time when I heard it. I'm like, you're going to kill the Alabama football program. You're going to give the death penalty like the same thing you gave to SMU, which they never recovered from. You're going to give that to Alabama. Why? Why? Yeah. Why? You're not going to do that. NCAA is still a business. That would be the dumbest thing ever. The revolt would be would be cataclysmic. I don't get it. Be, I don't so get it. These are the stupid things that go on with these investigations that people who are <laughs> fans say you're basically doing it to make yourself relevant. <laughs> Hold on. 20 second timeout. Well, 
they're coming up with something in the chat. They want to make a make a Matt thinks this is stupid stinger. Oh, okay. And then sure, let's do blast it. it. And then we just I get to sit back there's, like this. There's a lot of things I think are stupid. That's true. But, but the NCAA investigations into whether or not a coach lied to you during a COVID investigation about improper contact during COVID is really stupid. Yeah. Did, did he break a rule? Yeah. He's going to miss four games again. Do we have the numbers that are upstairs? I, I show me the spreads for Michigan's first four games against 20, East Carolina, UNLV. Bowling Green and Rutgers. 30 something. 20 something. <laughs> it's, it's, a lot. it's like that's Barbara. a good time to be suspended if you're the head coach. You think? Let Maybe the I'll other guy it. take it. Hey, honey, we're, we're gonna go to the Caribbean in September. <laughs> right. What do you mean? You're always coaching. They just suspended me for the first four games. Come on. That's it great. Mean, yeah, it's gonna hey, our, our OC and DC gonna get some experience running the team for a couple days. <laughs> Hey, my Ohio State prep, prep, you know, it's going to start a whole, a whole month early now. Now I can watch every other one of those teams that we might We're lose play. to. He He's might. probably going to watch all the Penn State games now. He might go to the Penn State Iowa game in damn September because right. he ain't buy, a t- buy a ticket and just sit there and, and, and go and scout. Oh, I can't scout my team. Okay, I'll scout your team. Damn it! <laughs> I don't like this. So just. You know, be careful what we're going to, what we're doing here. If I'm, if I'm them on that, uh, one more before we let go of our friends at sports grid, one WNBA game is tonight. The Vegas aces are 21 and two. They're laying 14 and a half. I'm one in one. The last two games laying big chalk on the aces. They did not cover against Seattle. They did cover against Minnesota. Right. Like Vegas tonight laying well, 14 they, did they not cover that it was it close against Seattle? Both games were one bucket either way. They barely covered and barely did not. The, the bookmakers are right there by one possession. This is a literally come down. First half numbers have been much better, but the aces don't score a lot in the first half. They play with their food. So you got to be careful laying eight, nine, 10 points in the first half. They do cover Wait it. Second, they play with their food. You never heard that expression? For a basketball team? Yeah, they don't destroy who they're supposed to destroy. They, they go out there and be up by 30 at the break, but they don't. They just kind of fool around, and then the second half, they go and kill them. Mm, okay. No, I like it. I, I, it it's, I've never heard it compared. I know what playing with your food is. Yes. But in sports terms, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they mess around. Yes. Do, do, and they shouldn't, the but they do. And, and then because they know they're much better, they're a super team. Right. Right. And they don't have to go crazy. You don't have well, to do a lot. You give you give the 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 books enough time and the odds makers enough time and they get the number right. The number's right. It's yep. just this is a coin flip. It's gonna fall what? 16, 15, 14, 13, 12. There's five numbers that's probably gonna fall. Or yeah, yeah, I mean right. it's a big blowout is more than sixteen, but that's still a lot. Yep. I don't know. You you what laying you it? You like it? Yeah, I'm laying it. Good. Good. Have fun. There I'm laying go. it. I laid it. I I mean I, I just why not? I laid I laid the first two. Should ask Doug. Doug, if you're still watching, text oh, me what right. the WNBA play is today. Yeah, that's you know? true. He does he like sent it. me a picture of Arthur the dog. Arthur's nice. relaxed and watching the show. Hi, Arthur. Hi, Arthur. What's going on? We man? talk to dogs all the time, apparently. We do. There's a lot of guys that like to watch the show with their dogs <laughs> close by. We appreciate that. If the dogs could hit the like button, they would. They can't. Gambling, so you have to do it for them. gambling reference to that whole thing. So, like, you can do that too. Like, you know, dogs liking dog liking the show. Appreciate you, dogs liking the show. <laughs> It's, you know, <laughs> whatever works. I think if Vegas wins the championship in back-to-back years, 
Uh-huh. Is there a bigger celebration because they won it last year and then the Golden Knights won the cup and people get to kind of like relive like a small version of the cup parade? What are you doing right now? Trying to get us in trouble? Why? It's trouble. not going to be as nearly as big. What are you talking about? I don't know. It could be bigger. There's bigger crowds now. Way bigger crowds for the WNBA than there were last year. They're selling games out consistently. Yeah, I know. So there's more people Thank going to the Aces. There's more people going to the Aces game. The defending champs. So more people would go to the parade in year two than year one. There were five thousand. When's the parade? Well, they end. They end it before the NBA season gets going. So I think the title, the championships, like in August or September. Still hot here, right? Oh yeah, definitely. And it strip looks a lot different this year than it did last year. They ain't going to do it on the strip. You don't think so? Oh, no, they have to. They have, That's where they get in trouble. Are if you? They, if they like, don't, they'd be in trouble. They have to. I, they, have no, they have no choice. They would have to do it. Same thing. Shut down the street just like they did last time. Same thing. Shut down the street. The streets are all shut down now. <laughs> Every <laughs> they, person I talk to to live correct. here, I say, have you been to the strip lately? And they're like, hell no. Right. I don't even. My, my family comes. I ain't even going down there to see them. I'm making them come out there to see us. Like, so they're going to do a parade and the locals are going to go. Nobody's going. I don't think they're going. We'll worry about the they parade are going. when we get to the parade. They I are going. If they don't win, it will be stunning. Actually, we, we have time to do this. This is good. We can do better Let's to go. book it yeah, inside. moving, babe. Better to book it time. I got four baseball plays to throw at you. Four. Yankees. Yeah, four. Yankees plus money. Plus 110. Money line against the Mets. Bet it. Herman against Verlander, who has an ERA of five on the road. Come on, bro. Like, I don't understand the line. 110, yeah, circa. That's that's fine. Like, we looked at these things a little bit last night. Saw the Mets were a little bit even a bigger favorite. Good luck with that. Give me the Yankees at home. Mm. Terrible game. It's a terrible game. It's probably an under game. Think um, so? Terrible? Why? Herman against like, Verlander is a terrible game? Yeah, it's just it's Yankees-Mets. It's just too much New York. Oh, it's just too well, much New York. I don't terrible I don't because who's playing, not the game itself. I, there's a lot of good baseball games today, hmm. and people got to get out of their pocket with this New York bias. And there's there's more games that are good today than this one. This is like number five, six, seven for me. It's down right. on the list. Philly's money line against the Orioles. This uh, is a baseball. Game. I'm going back on the Walker trade. I bet Walker five straight starts. I'm betting them again. How's that worked out? Four and one. What? There's no debate. Bet. <laughs> There's no, I mean, like, what's the debate? This is a good, this is, I like this side. The Orioles got a, got one yesterday. Mm -hmm. Schwarber missed that ball. If he catches that ball, I think the, I think the Phillies ended up winning. This is a ball late in in the ninth inning and and the Orioles won three, two. This would be the Phillies. We'll get this one today. Okay. Tigers money line, Erod against the Angels. Erod has been very good this year. It's been stunning, but he's up in great in July, but ZRA is still sub 2.5. Lefties, good lefties, can neutralize the whole Angel lineup, including Otani. Otani did not get a home run. That's a big price. Otani under total bases today. And the Tigers to win. Yes, I said it. Fade Otani today. Tigers. Bet it. At the plate, you're fading him. Different story with him at the mound. On the mound. He's not pitching today. Yeah, no, but that's different. Like fading Otani. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This might be the first time I say I'm on on the Tigers all season. But... I think the Tigers is the right side. 
is this my first time betting the Tigers? This might be my first time betting the Tigers. This is your play. You pointed this out to me. I would never. That look was funny game. when you did that thing. You just turned it aside and you went. Is this my first time betting? <laughs> you went a little bit different there. You went. You went with the nerd voice for a second. Yeah. You started to think. I don't know what you're. Were you looking at the landscape guy or what? Were you looking? No, at there's no landscape. No, I was just looking. I was just looking around. <laughs> the BVB banners over there, and I was just looking around. Just you know, you stare at this damn thing for two hours straight. And under the lights, your lights out. get hot. You got to get these lights. Although I blew mine out. That was the start of the latest show today. I I went to turn on my lights and nothing turned on. Boom. I said, oh, he's going to be mad at me. I don't have no lights. The shot's going to be oh, messed up. So that I was running around. I called grandma. Be it said, out. Where are the damn light bulbs in this house? I can't find no light bulbs. So we got to fix. We're good to go. Um, yeah, your shot looks great. I mean, the people in the chat like it. Yeah, the shot it's- looks great. Everything's good. The BVB banner. I just like it because I can use it for everything. The reason why I like it because I can use it for everything. Because right, the whole the system I had with the shower curtain rod going back and forth for banners and everything else, and then finally the sports grid thing that I started doing. I was like, "There's three different shots. I'm moving everything around. This is pissing me off. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm just much. doing one until somebody tells me I can't do it anymore. So one this is shot. this is now the shot. So just like the got- brigade proxy service, one fee, yeah. one. Yeah, one shot. Autograph. I go to people the same thing. Mike Tyson say, autograph. Ba- Mike boxing glove right there. We got a little. Yeah, we got we got a little uh, Canelo Canelo Alvarez right there. Yeah, little little football action. We got a little circa million hats in here. I've told everybody that I do the shows with. I said it's nighttime in Pittsburgh behind me. What if you do the show during the day? I said it's still nighttime, nighttime in Pittsburgh behind me. <laughs> I said it ain't changing. That's the way the shot set up, and I ain't changing it. So it works for me. everybody. Yeah. Your shot works good. What is the last bet you got here? What is it? Red Sox Braves over 10. Mm. Undecided. DraftKings has it has it up with 10. I saw that, but it's undecided. Yeah, you put it up. Undecided has been giving up a lot of runs lately. The Braves and the Red Sox. Uh, 10 you got? Yeah. I, it's 10 and a half now. The two, three other places that put it up. Yeah, so 10. Well, I can't. Bet everything. Uh, it's not. I don't feel like one. You're of gonna. You're days. gonna. You're gonna fade this bet. This is the one I like the most. This is terrible. I it's know. Like, come on. They're gonna. This is. This is like a. This is a. a Astros Ro- Ro- uh, Rangers from last night game. This is ten nine. Eh, you're right. <laughs> All right. That's fine. We'll bet it. I mean, like the Yankees. Tens- bet, you, you want to fade the Yankee bet? Okay, fine. I'll give you that. But no, this, I like the Yankees today. I, I mean, this one is. I I like this one a lot. Red Sox are at home. Their batting average is 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 uh, a full. I know, but it's undecided. Fifty points higher at home. The Red Sox do hit it. Who the hell? I mean, they could throw Roger Clemens against this Braves lineup right now, and they're going to score runs. I mean, it's How's Rogers on the Braves. The Braves lineup is ridiculous. At Fenway with that with the ball left field on a warm night. Bye bye. Is it supposed to be nice? Or is it wet and rainy? Oh, let's see. Boston brother for tonight is 73 degrees. Thunderstorms. Fine. 25 mile per hour wind though. Under. No, under. Could be, could be blowing out. Under. Uh, I, I take it back. I'll go. Uh, I'm booking it. I'm going under. Wow. Uh, Everybody's oh, no. uncomfortable. No, 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 no. It's fine. It's nothing. No, no, no. It's nothing. It's 10 mile per It's right now. It's going on like that because of the thunderstorms in the area. They'll be gone. Game time wind is seven miles per hour. You're fine. Yeah. No weather. Under, or, under, no weather. Under, over. Under, under. All right. Over. Over. There's over. a severe thunderstorm in fact, uh, uh, warning in effect for the Boston area until 345. 
Eastern time. Game will be fine. Man, oh man. Home runs coming at Fenway Park. Uh, Sports Grid, thank you. Appreciate you guys watching every night on the replay. If you guys are live on YouTube and on Twitter at Boston versus the book on both bonus time for you guys. All right. Favorite thing about today is what? A couple things. One, I saw Brawny had to go to the hospital because he had a heart problem. And I cardiac arrest. That's what it was. Yeah, heart stopped. I mean, prayers out. Yeah. Just just reach out to someone that you haven't talked to in a while. Just say hello. You really just never know. I mean, it's a young kid. And I don't want to speculate on anything as to what, when, where, why. But every time I see one of those things and I just saw the headline, so I know nothing about it, I think of someone on the other end getting that call. Hey, your kid is here. Mm. And cardiac arrest, whatever daunting thought for a parent. And I just glad that I just, you know, saw that he's in stable condition. Can't believe it. Two. um, We'll, we'll figure out what else we're doing with the live shows and all these things coming up. I think we got some more calls this week. I can't wait to announce it and let you guys know three. My car's fine. I'm headed to the post office. To those of you that got the hats, this is the Rainmaker Lou model. Okay. It's coming rain today. I'm sending it out. I got a couple others. You guys know who you are. We're going to set up something where you're going to be able to do this too. So just stay tuned for that. Lastly, Mm. answer the phone when it rings. Because when it rings, you never know who's on the other line sometimes. I'm talking about me. I was like, what? No, 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 no. no. You've been doing good with this. And like, we, got, we, got, we got help people answering the phones and stuff. Oh, wow. For, for the proxy service. Um, we answered the phone today. just got another one. <laughs> it's incredible. It's This is great. But we, we, we got to meet a guy named Ryan from Hawaii who signed up for the service. He's doing the Survivor. But um, answered a phone call, had a great 10-minute visit with him, in and out. He's on his way back to the island. Um, he's hopefully going to win the contest. And if he doesn't, we made a, a nice connection oh, yeah. um, for our show in Hawaii when we're going to come <laughs> and see Landon and whoever else is there. We're going to get together to a show in Hawaii someday. Man, but let's go. Favorite thing about today, that, all of that is what favorite thing is. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, that, that was, you know, a quick early morning. <laughs> hey, where are you guys? Wait, what? Um, yeah, we'll be right there. Hold on a second. And if that's how the week or the month of August is going to go, Bam. okay, um, buckle up. <laughs> it's going to be a ride. It's going to be one of so. Just FYI, guys. Part of the thing with this show, like we're gonna we're gonna try for one fifteen. Okay, that's the new proposed but start every day for the show. But but we're running a business in August, and we have a finite number of days before the contests wrap up. For the signups wrap up. Yeah. So we have a six week window to basically sign up everybody. And there's going to be, I still can't believe the numbers. There's going to be thousands of signups in the next six weeks. Not obviously all with us, but a lot with us. So some days we may start late. We, we, we may, when I go back to we'll school, try not to, oh, of course. But when I go back to school, like I, I go back to school on August 24th at the end of the month, I can't. Like, become I can't. a morning show for that week. Yeah, yeah I can't start that week. I can't go that late. I mean, I can't like the. It's four o'clock, so I gotta. We I, may do the show at six a.m. our time. 
I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. So just get be, up early and do it before sunrise and everybody could have it. We'll see. We'll, we'll yeah. talk about it. Yeah. So just, just go ahead and understand that things might be a little bit in flux, just a, just a little in flux. So bear with us, but September for the football season, we're going to 10, 15 Pacific time, one feet, 15 Eastern time. It's going to be the proposed start time yes. done at noon, right at the top. Just like daddy froze. Look at that. What'd you hit? You hit something. Snap no. your fingers. Won't do it anything. I didn't touch snap anything. Your fingers. I didn't touch anything. You see that did, video of the little girl did the snap your fingers by little John. Did you see that? I posted. No. They want the boys in the chat want to put it together. Do that with us. Snap your fingers. Yeah. Anyways, my favorite thing about today is a big happy birthday to our guy AC, who you met. Big AC. big AC birthday today. So shout out to him. So I know you watch the show from time to time. So happy birthday to the big guy. Hopefully you're doing well in Chicago and things do well. One day we'll come to Chicago and do do BVB at some point. I think we'll probably do that. I'm gonna say yes. Pittsburgh, Chicago. Yeah, I'm watching the show The Bear, and I realize I know every major city in America, basically, like all the top 25. I don't know Miami very well. I don't mm. know Dallas very well. And I don't mm. know Chicago very well. But I know basically almost all all the rest, like pretty okay. well. I don't know if you put if you don't know if you put Seattle on that same list, but I don't know Seattle either. But like, Seattle. you dropped me in, you dropped me in Boston, New York, Philadelphia, Atlanta, Houston. Los Angeles, San Francisco, Phoenix. I know where I'm going. I can find my way around. Chicago, I don't know anything about that city. Mm. Like I'd have, I just have never, I've spent one day in Chicago. No, that's wrong. I spent, no, two trips, both to the Big Ten Media Days where I drove right to the hotel and did not leave the hotel. Oh, so I've never so really, fun. I haven't explored. Chicago at all. I've been there a bunch of times, but I haven't explored it. And I'm watching the show, the bear. And I'm like, man, I really don't know this city very well. <laughs> like I need to go to Chicago. So I need to go up there and check that out and do the tourism tourism type stuff up there just to kind of cross it off. So maybe we do a show up there from Chicago. So we got people in Chicago. We do. I know. That's what I mean. We, we, we could, we could do, definitely do that. I would love to, I've only been there one time. I went and saw, um, I flew there on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. In last year of college, we went to see the Maple Leafs play the nice. Blackhawks in a nice. playoff game at Old nice. Chicago Stadium. And then I went to uh, Comiskey Park on Sunday because the Cubs were away and flew yeah. back and have never been back. So you know, I, now, now that I've been there three times now, I forgot. I went to when I was in Omaha, I went to one Cub game because I hate Wrigley Field. So I forgot I went to I went to Wrigley Field. You did go to Wrigley. Yeah, not Comiskey, but I went to Wrigley. Yeah. Oh, for. That was actually, you know what? That was on the same trip. That, that was on the same. Chicago. That was on the same trip for the Big Ten meet because that was a Big Ten fo- football media event. That's oh, right. so you did leave the hotel? Yeah, we did leave the hotel. Yeah. Now, now that now that I'm like, how did I get tickets? Now I remember, I got, we we got tickets. That's a crazy. Yeah. What's how your your file cabinet is is messed up up there sometimes? Like, can you remember that? Like, people dream about going to Wrigley Field once. You went and you <laughs> forgot it already. You oh, just yeah. put it, it was in the wrong file. Yeah, no, I because I've told the story. I did not like. I sat there the whole time and I was just bitching the whole time. I was like, "Where's the information? Where's the where's the everything? Where's the miles per hour? Where's the pitch? What inning am I in? What's the score?" I was so pissed off. It's like, You're what's that, that stupid guy? stupid big clock in the middle of the inning? That whole fake clock that doesn't tell me anything. <laughs> I got. I don't. I don't like. Where's the video board? Where's the replay? Like, where is this nonsense? Like, what is this? joke of a ballpark at least family park is uncomfortable but i got shit to look at i can i i i, I know where i am 
You know, it was it just blew to Wrigley Field sponsorship. That's it's fine. Done. I don't care. The Ricketts family owns them. Fuck them. Goodbye. <laughs> so like, like, I'm all good with that. I don't want. I don't want the Ricketts family to sponsor anything. <laughs> you, know, you can stay in fucking Nebraska all of you. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> so no, thank you very much. Better sign us off before you you get it. Not off a fan of Fuck the Ricketts. <laughs> Back tomorrow, everybody. We are live tomorrow. 10, 15 Eastern time for BBB. Dave, Matt, thanks for being here. Hit the like button. Talk to you on Wednesday.